Welcome to Roadside, where we talk about the fascinating and sometimes disturbing history behind roadside attractions and unique destinations. Hello! Hello! And welcome to another episode of Roadside. My name is Abigail. And I am Janica. And today is Mom's episode, which I am very excited about. It is. It's been a while coming for this one, so I've been waiting stewing it has we we actually studied for the same at the same time and we were both ready and then um and then we got sidetracked for many different reasons and so i'm finally recording this one so i'm excited to finally get to it because i've been well actually i'm glad that we kind of waited for this one because i thought that i had finished studying and then I kept finding more and more and more, so it ended up being more information, so it worked okay. out. <laughs> well, perfect. You can give us yeah. all the dirty little details. Yeah. So what's up with you, Mom? Me. Well, I've been a whirlwind of stress lately, but that's just been no. my <laughs> life lately. So I'm happy to have a little bit of time to just record and talk yeah. to you and talk to our listeners and hey guys yeah nice yeah have a so i've been doing a lot of yoga lately which has been really Ooh, nice it is nice i like yoga yeah i found this app that it's like a it's like a challenge i guess so it's mm. it's like a 30-day challenge so you just you do 15 to 20 minutes of yoga every day and sounds really nice. you put in like what your goals are and how, how much you do yoga and all that stuff. So it's like, you know, I'm a beginner and, and then you can say like, it was too hard this day or it was easy or whatever. So it keeps, it like keeps adjusting, I guess, to your level. Yeah. So it's been nice That's rather really than nice, just trying actually. to find a, a random YouTube video or yeah, whatever. It like caters it to you specifically. Yeah. Yeah. I like so that. I, I like it. It's been, it's been good. That is nice. I've been trying to get a little more active going on walks and stuff lately, but I have been working a lot. Yeah. Are you picking oh up some goodness. more shifts? Yeah. I've been picking up shifts. I've been doing a lot of doubles and usually I'm all right with doing doubles because when I do them, I'm usually doing them on a weekday, so I get like a nice hour or two break in between my shifts. Yeah. Usually sometimes more if we're slow. But I picked up a closing shift this Saturday when I already had a morning shift yeah. at eleven. And we were so busy, I did not get a break. So Oh no. I worked eleven to ten, no break. Oh. Yeah. It was really rough. But so that was really obviously stressful and I was so exhausted. My feet hurt so bad by the end of the I day. Bet. And then I closed the next day, yesterday, and things were going super well. We were like kind of steady and, you know, starting to slow down by the end of the night cuz we were getting close to close. We close at 10. And at like 9:15, these three ladies come in. And I seat them in my section, and they're like, oh, by the way, we have about 20 to 30 more people behind us. At what time? 
9.15. What? Yeah. And we had three <laughs> servers at that point. Oh my gosh. One of which was about to leave. And only two cooks. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So by the time the last people showed up, it was like 9.40. Wow. So I did not leave until like 10.45 last night. Mm. And they were all like, it was, it was, I was so conflicted because they were so nice. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad they were nice. All of them were so nice. They're here for like some university thing from Canada and so they, I would, they were all getting drinks well, and showing me their ideas. They were from and I was Canada. Like, well, of course. And I was like, oh my God, you guys are from Canada. Like, that's so cool. And I was telling them about our trip to Toronto. Yeah. And uh, they were like, oh no, you need to go farther west. You need to go farther west. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm, next time I'm in Canada. Yeah, of course. Um, and they were all really nice and they tipped really well, but it was still annoying. And one time, like a long time ago, I had someone as part of my tip, leave me five, like a five cent coin, like Canadian coin. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what I'm ever going to do with this. Like, what am I going to use this for? So I gave it to one of the people that was there. Oh, you still had it with you? I I kept it in my wallet. I just never like took it out of my wallet. So I was like, here, you want this? Like, I'm never going to use this. Please take it and bring it back to its rightful place. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I don't know what it's doing here in the middle of Missouri. Yeah. That's funny. Um, they were really nice, but it would have been nice to get home a little early. Yeah. But at least it was a pleasant experience and not yeah. like some really rude people. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. Good. Yes. But now I have all day off today, so I'm like, I'm going to need it. Good. All day today, I have been playing uh, Hogwarts Legacy. No, really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so fun. I was working. I just learned how to do, don't tell the ministry, but I just learned how to do the Cruciatus Curse. Oh, my gosh. I won't tell, I promise. Okay. It was really scandalous. <laughs> Anyways. I'm glad you're having fun with your game. Oh, I am. I am that's, I am immersed. That's the one you got for your birthday, right? Yeah. Every time I play, I am like I am inside of the game. <laughs> it's good. Fun. It's a good time. And I told Ryan, I was like, I don't play video games a lot, but I don't think I could ever get bored of Harry Potter also. Yeah. So I mean I loved all the Lego Harry Potter all i loved the lego harry potter games yeah ryan and i played the lego harry potter games a few months ago we played through all of them yeah and it was so fun yeah i liked those anyways all right you want to get into this i'm ready tell me what it is i've been waiting for okay today we are talking about the pacific crest trail pacific crest trail Yes, okay. or the PCT, as it's often referred to. Ooh. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I'm the excited. <laughs> the PCT is a national scenic trail that begins in California at the border of Mexico. And it runs north through 700 miles of desert. And then along the top of the Sierra and Cascade mountain ranges, 
and multiple volcanoes through the entire state of California, Oregon, and Washington, and ends at the Canadian border. That's a big trail. That's a big trail. That's a big trail. It is 2,650 miles long. Wow. With elevations just above sea level and up to 13,153 feet above sea level. That's pretty big. Yeah, that's a that's a big rise. That's, that's, a, that's pretty big. That's yeah. pretty tall, I think. Yeah. From what it I've goes, heard, that's pretty tall. It goes through 25 national forests and seven national parks. And the entire trail is open to through hikers, which are long distance hikers and horses. And it takes an average of five months to hike the entire trail. Wow. If you're covering 20 to 25 miles per day. Oh, what? Yep. Yep. Oh my gosh. That's average. Average. Uh-huh. Uh, the steepest climb is 700 feet up a snowy mountain. Oh, my God. The PCT is also open to day and section hikers. So if you just want to go for a day hike, you can, yeah. but it's just going to be, you know, a short little distance. You can also do a section because it is divided into sections along the way. Yeah. But if you really want to hike the trail, like a the whole thing or a significant portion of it, you will absolutely need to educate yourself yeah. and you yeah. will need to get permits to do so. Yeah, because nature don't fuck around. <laughs> no, no, nature doesn't. No, she do not. No, she don't. I would love to. I don't think I could do that as of right now. I think I could if I trained for it. If you trained for it. I don't know if I would want to do that. <laughs> I would love to see parts of it. Yes. But yes. five months on a trail, I don't know if I could do that. That's a long time. I know. I feel like that would be too, like, I would do too much self-discovery there, you know? I'd learn too much about myself. <laughs> you, be, probably bad. you probably would. You probably would. It'd be bad. So there are places along the trail where you're literally, like, pretty much walking along a highway. You can see city lights. Mm -hmm. And then there are other places where you will not see another person for days. Yeah. Like you are in the middle of the wilderness, in the middle of a mountain. You will not see a light. It's like secluded. Exactly. The PCT has been around for a while, okay. uh, which I'm going to get into in a little bit about the timeline of the PCT. But it really mm -hmm. became more popularized by the memoir book called Wild from Lost to Found on the Pacific Crest Trail by Cheryl Strayed. Hmm. Uh, in this book, she details her solo journey that she took in 1995 at the age of 26. Okay. So she went through some... Brave lady. Yes. <laughs> she went through some really dramatic things in her life. Th through Like her mom passed away. Um, she went through a divorce. She was addicted to drugs. Like she went through mm. some really tough shit. Yeah. 
she published the book in 2012 hmm. and then it, and, and then it became a movie in 2014 Ooh. and it was titled wild starring reese witherspoon yeah i remember that yeah i remember that <laughs> Uh, so Strayed planned uh, to hike for 100 days, covering 1,100 miles. So she was only going to complete a little less than half mm -hmm. of the trail. Right. And her book was actually the first selection of Oprah's Book Club 2.0. Oh. <laughs> and reached number one on the New York Times bestseller list. Maybe I'll have to check it out. I mean, I, so I listened to the audiobook um, like three years ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. So I've been like, honestly, between that and my um, work trip that I took for my old company like four years ago, between that and this book is probably what started my love of the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I got to go there. Well, true. You're right. It's Twilight. Twilight, Mom. Twilight probably started it to begin with. Um, this just fueled it more. Right. <laughs> Before we get into the timeline and the history of the PCT, I'm just going to give some of my opinions. Okay. Because this is our podcast, and oh. I'm gonna almost say what I want to say. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm almost <laughs> getting controversial. I am a sucker for a self-discovery and a woman empowerment book, movie, etc. All of that. Especially, Me too. Me too. especially the true stories, okay? Yes. So eat, pray, love. Love it. Love the book. Love the movie. I know a lot of people are very um what's the word? Critical of Elizabeth Gilbert and the whole eat, pray, love thing. I don't need, I don't know anything about it. So, okay. Well, a lot of people were very critical of Cheryl Strayed as well with mm. her memoir and the movie. So she got a lot of backlash for her book, especially okay. among the backpacking and hiking circles that belittled her because she didn't do it the right way. And she didn't prepare correctly I have a question. Yeah. Are the, at the time, were the biking and backpacking groups majority men? Yes, absolutely. Figured. Absolutely. Probably still is. Oh, yes. They definitely are. Here's my thought on this. Okay. Whether, whether these people, most likely men, thought that she didn't prepare correctly because you, you, yes, you should bring certain things and not bring other things and be well prepared and all of that. And she did do some research. Like she absolutely did. When she did this, there was not the internet. Like there right. was the internet, but not, not the way the internet is not today. that we have now. Like she had a book, like she had a guide to the PCT, like, that yeah. told her things to do. She brought things that she shouldn't have brought. She There was other things that she didn't bring that she should have brought. So there was things like that that people criticized her over. Okay. But you know what? She did it. She went 
and she did it and she accomplished a goal. She took a shitty situation that she was in. She pulled herself out of a shitty situation and she said, I'm going to fucking do this because I need to pull myself out of a shitty situation and change my fucking life and do something about it. And she did it. So why anybody needs to criticize her about the way she did it, just get over it. Why anybody needs to criticize anybody about the way they live their life when it doesn't affect you, that's what re- that's the whole point of this. That's what annoys me. It's like, it didn't affect you in the slightest. Why do you need to criticize her? That's, that's it. Okay. Anyway. All right. That was good. That was good. I liked that. I, I agreed with all of those things. Okay. I think it was good. That was, just, that was just my biggest thing. It's like, if it had affected anybody else, I could see it. But it... It, it affected nobody. Right. So history of the PCT, because, you know, history podcast. Um, 1926, a woman by the name of Catherine Montgomery had the idea to form a trail that went from the Mexican border all the way to the Canadian border. So Kath- because women are amazing. Yes, they are. Catherine Montgomery, who was an elementary teacher... She gave this idea to a textbook salesman who was also a mountaineer. So this man was named Joseph Hazard. And as the story goes, Joseph Hazard, who his day job was selling textbooks, but he Mm -hmm. also liked to hike. Right. And he was sitting here talking to Mrs. Montgomery and he was telling her all about these great textbooks. And she turns to him and says, do you know what I've been thinking about while you've been talking? And he responds, well, I hope you've been thinking about buying these textbooks. And she goes, oh, yes, that. But I've been thinking we need a trail that goes all the way from the Mexican border to to the Canadian border. (laughs) So random. Yeah. (laughs) So this became like kind of his... Like, he kind of took her idea and continued on with it and passed it along. And so then in 1932, Clinton C. Clark, I guess it kind of kept moving along through different Mm -hmm. people. He became considered the father of the trail. So he started promoting the PCT, which would combine four trails to become one. And so Clark organized uh, the PCT System Conference and this put together different hiking groups, which included Boy Scouts, YMCA, um, LA Department of Recreation. And then what they would do is map out these different four trails and find different ways to connect them in order mm. to make all of these trails connect to make one long trail. Okay. In 1935 to 1938, Warren Rogers led the y- YMCA hiker teams to explore and evaluate the routes. And then in 1939, the first PCT map appeared. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, In the 1940s, construction was halted due to World War II. Mm. Yeah. 1968, the PCT was designated a National Scenic Trail by an act of Congress. In 1970... Eric Ryback became the first to complete the entire trail. Nice. 
Although, here's where we start some drama. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so, although most of the trail was unfinished at the time, he is considered to be the first to complete the trail. Okay. But there are disputes that he didn't actually complete the trail mm. because it's said that he did hitchhike some of it. Oh. But a lot of people hitchhike some of it. So, mm. because yeah. some, some of it is unpassable at certain times of the year. Ah, uh, okay. So, so it's you can't really... So like some people can, some people do consider him to be the first, and then some are like, "No, he's not." So I don't. Okay, well, whatever. Nineteen seventy three, the first PCT guidebook was published. In nineteen eighty eight, monuments were placed at both ends of the trail. Oh, cool! So there's lots of cool pictures where people are at both like both ends of the trail with the monuments. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1993, the trail was officially completed with a golden stake. Nice. So even though lots of people were hiking, you know, like Eric Ryback finished it mm-hmm. in 1970, it wasn't officially completed until 23 years later in wow. 1993. Yeah. It's a big trail. It's going to take a while. Yeah. Before Strayed's book was released, the number of permits that were given out in 2013, well, her book was released in 2012, but the movie didn't come out in 2014. But in 2013, the number of permits was 1,800. Okay. By 2022, it was almost 8,000. In less than 10 years, it went from 1,800 yeah. to almost 8,000. It's a lot more popular. Yes. Like Strayed, not everyone that gets a permit or starts the hike will complete it, though. Some do leave the trail for various reasons, either a decision up front like hers to just do a section of the trail. Sometimes it's weather, finances, timing, sometimes injuries, unfortunately. So for those that complete the entire trail, all 2,650 miles, now, these numbers are self-reported because there is really no way for anybody to right. really track this. Yeah. They're not going to have someone sitting at each end being like, did you do the whole Correct. thing? <laughs> It'd be funny if they did, though. Someone can do a monument. Yeah. Uh, and it probably does include people who have skipped portions of it because a lot of people right. do skip. Like, if there is a dangerous section of it, they will skip portions of it. In 2022, 856 people completed the trail. But in 2013, it was 283. So again, quite quite a big jump. As of today, 9,422 people total have completed the entire trail. So almost 10,000 people have completed it. 112 of them have done it more than once. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Good for those people. The oldest person to complete the trail was Al Learned, and he was 81 when he completed his second through hike of the PPT in 2018. That guy is really cool. Yeah. He's got to be. 
So now we're going to go through some of the things that you are going to encounter if you ever decide to hike the PCT. Okay. So I'm some ready. of the some of the good stuff. Okay. Uh, gorgeous views. Yes. Mountains, valleys, lakes, rivers, waterfalls. Uh, one of the things Speak that of- I absolutely am dying to see, and the next time I'm in Oregon, I absolutely have to go, which is Crater Lake. Oh. I mean, every picture I see of it, it's so gorgeous. I have to see it. And it is like right on the PCT. The PCT actually used to go pretty far away from it. And they kind of made a reroute Mm. of it so that it's right by it. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. That would be really cool to see. Yeah. Uh, You'll see some wild animals like deer, lizards, birds, foxes, Uh, the night sky with literally no city lights. So thousands of stars. Yep. Flowers, plants, trees, you'll see views for miles, fresh air. Uh, Let's see some dangers you'll find on the PCT. (laughs) Weather, storms, lightning, hail, snow, heat, cold, wildfires, avalanches, falling rock, (laughs) poisonous plants, um, yep. bugs, mosquitoes, spiders, snakes. Yep. Wild animals again, coyotes, yep. mountain yep. lions, feral dogs, <laughs> bobcats, bears, and rattlesnakes. Uh, you will get to hike through rivers, sometimes very fast flowing mm-hmm. and rocky mud. Yep. Uneven, rocky terrain. Uh, Sometimes there will be injuries like blisters, lost toenails, chafing, soreness. Yeah. Uh, Soreness in your feet, back, and legs. Torn ligaments, heat exhaustion, infections. Sometimes water... Uh, poisoning if you don't filter it correctly. Mm, yeah. Um, other things, well, contaminated water, that was one of them. Limited food. Yeah. Your items could get wet, lost, or broken. Pooping in the wild. I don't want to do it. <laughs> no, thank you. I like my toilet. That was the number one thing. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't want to do that. Part. Like, I, I like hiking. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But, oh. But to bring a shovel and have to dig your own hole to poop and then cover it. I just couldn't do it. Feelings of loneliness, frightened, frustration, anger. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'd be nervous the whole time that something bad was going to happen. Yeah. But if you still want to go, this is how you're going to prepare for a through hike. Okay? Okay. I'm ready. Now, this is not a comprehensive list, so don't listen to this podcast and say, hey, I'm ready to go. I'm going, okay? We are not experts. So if you plan to do this, do some more research. Please. Um, You're going to need money. You need to pay your rent and your bills, like all of that ahead of time, okay? Mm Because if you're going to be on the PCT for five months, get all that paid, okay? Yeah. You're not going to be able to contact anybody. You need to do some physical training, like 
spend some months hiking, wear a backpack, add some weight to it, like get, get your gear and like hike around so that you're like physically fit. What you want to do is you want to plan stops along the way. So what they have along the PCT are all these like little towns and they have post offices at every single mm -hmm. one. And so right. like, like Strayed did and pretty much every PCT through hiker, they send themselves packages to all of these places along the way oh, with, nice. a, with a resupply box. And so you put yourself a fresh pair of socks, clothes, money, food, send yourself a box yeah. and then you can Good pack idea. whatever you want in it to send back home, whatever the case may be, or throw away because some of it may be junk at that point. Who knows? Right. For those of you going, for those going north from Mexico to Canada, the best time to start is usually mid-April to early May. And if you're going to go south, the best time to start is from late June to early July to help to avoid the worst weather conditions along the trail. I did read, now this is controversial, I'm sure. I did read, well, for the major, the majority of hikers do start from Mexico and go to Canada. So they go north to Canada. I did read some people said, don't trust anybody that goes from Canada to Mexico. But, you know, that's just. That, that sounds like exaggerating. <laughs> don't trust uh, any of them. Additionally, hikers need to look each year to see if they may need to adjust when to start because some years are more prone to flash floods, snow, all kinds of weather changes, all Gotta that. Be safe. Yeah. So while the PCT can be a great accomplishment, unfortunately, it can also be tragic. Yeah. I knew we were going to get there. Yeah. So from what I could find approximately, which honestly, this is astounding to me that almost 10,000 people have finished it, which means how many more have even been on it? Right. 29 people have died on the PCT. That's it? That's it. Thank God. But that, I mean, it's still a lot, but that's. I mean, yeah, it's obviously still not a good number, but. Yeah. Um, approximately 16 of those being through hikers. So the rest okay. of them were not even a through hiker. So a day hiker right. or a section hiker or whatever the case may be. So 12 were from falling. So falling off a cliff or a mountain or whatever the case may be. Four from heat stroke. Hmm. Two from drowning. Two by heat being hit by a car which that one I read was a couple and they were on the side oh. of the, on the side of the road. It was at night. Uh, two from falling trees, one from high altitude pulmonary edema. Not entirely sure what that is. I two from hypothermia. Know. Two were unknown. One was from a self-inflicted gunshot. Hmm. One was from lightning, and one is assumed to be from a mountain lion. Okay. Well, those are all horrible ways to die. They are. Yeah. And on top of the 29, there has also been several who have gone missing and have never mm. been found. Right. 
So Randy Charles Spring was last seen October 10th of 1988. Chris Sylvia was last seen February 16th of 2015. Chris Sherpa Fowler was last seen October 2016. David O'Sullivan was last seen April 7th of 2017. Hmm. And after Fowler and O'Sullivan went missing, their families actually formed the Fowler O'Sullivan Foundation to help locate missing PCT hikers. Wow. So they have a great Facebook page and a website. So I will link both of those in the show notes. So anybody who is listening that wants to go look at those and has any information, then they can go look at that. Nice. I have one more little terrible story about the PCT. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then I'll get into a little bit more about the some good good stuff okay. before we finish up here. Okay. So in 2018, 68-year-old Kira Moon decided to set out on the PCT. She okay. had recently been, she had recently overcome an addiction to pills. Mm. She had been wheelchair bound. Her dog had passed away. Again, another person who had just gone through a lot. Right. Looking for something. Yes. She had regained her strength and she had started hiking. This had become something that had become something to her to regain her strength, her freedom, because mm -hmm. she was no longer in a wheelchair, wheelchair. Right. And she was determined that she was going to hike the PCT. So on March of 2018, so March 18th of 2018, she started out on the border of Mexico to begin her hike. Okay. Moon was still very frail and she mm. struggled on the trail, but she did make friends along the way. Many, many PCT hikers do make friends along the way. Like they kind of all form a very strong bond. Yeah. I mean, you kind of got to. Yeah, Absolutely. And a lot of them looked after her. So she met a man named Jim Perillo. And okay. he told her he was former military and he had recently come into a large sum of money. I don't like him. Nope. He was charming. As many, well, many, most, no, nah, all probably <laughs> manipulative men are. <laughs> um, he told her that he, like he had, hurt his ribs and he was going to stick around this little town and could he what could she just wait a couple more days for him to heal and uh they could hike together and mm. he just finally convinced her to wait for him mm. so over time along the trail he began to manipulate her even more awesome and then he started to beat her mm. sexually assault her and told her that he'd help her son in his financial situation. Took her SIM card from her phone so she couldn't contact her family. Stole her credit cards and threatened to kill her and her entire family if she told anything to anybody along the trail. Now, on the trail, most people are going one direction. Right. They were not doing this. They were staying within a 30-mile path going back and forth. And this was pretty much because 
that way, nobody, they're like the same people weren't with them. Right. So there was no questions. Like every once in a while, Jim would say, oh yeah, this is my wife. He even took her credit card to buy a fake ring and made her wear it. What? To kind of keep up this premise that they were married. Um, What a piece of shit. Yes. They never really hiked the trail. Like I said, they just kind of like went from town to town. He often forced her to stay in the tent. And then he would like go to the store. He would go to like the towns, do what he needed to do. So he wouldn't let her come to town? Mm, No. Because he he wanted... He wanted her to heal out of sight because he would beat her. Ah, uh, I see. Yes. So this went on for five months. Mm. Finally. Five months. Five months. Wow. Finally, on September 21st, when he took a trip to go get groceries, she finally escaped to an urgent care and was able to contact police. Good. Yes. As it turns out, he was never in the military. Knew it. He had no money. Yep. And he had been accused of kidnapping, raping, and beating seven other women. And had not once been prosecuted. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Although he was briefly jailed in 1997 for threatening the then president, Bill Clinton. Excuse me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, you shouldn't. You probably shouldn't threaten the president. No, but like, absolutely not. You're gonna, you're gonna put someone in jail for threatening someone who has a whole security team, but you're not gonna prosecute him for the other shit. Yeah. Now eight women. Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. there was no way he was getting the president, guys. You know that. Yeah. Like, don't be fucking dumb. They are being dumb. Uh, So, apparently this guy has escaped everybody for years. Awesome. But in February of this year. This year? This year, 2023. (laughs) A woman escaped from Perillo, who had held her captive for a year. He kidnapped her in February of 2022. Oh, my God. And he is currently being held on 11 charges. Good. Which he is pleading not guilty to. Of course, because he doesn't think he did all that shit. I hope he rots in fucking hell. Disgusting. I agree. Okay. Now, on to better things okay so with all that why do people still choose to spend five months hiking through such terrain facing possible dangers Mm -hmm. many times it's a medical diagnosis Mm. a sudden realization that life is short and they want to do something big right trying to find oneself Leaving behind a bad past. Yeah. Mm. Supporting a friend. Sometimes a lot of people do it together. Yeah. People have done it for charities. Mm -hmm. uh, In memory of somebody. Just to take an adventure. 
For funsies. Yeah, for funsies. Sometimes um, you gotta do stuff for funsies. That's right. They it often tends to be a life transition moment. So yeah. many people do it right after college or in retirement. Okay. Loss of a big job. Mm. Or like when a friend or family passes away. Yeah. Most of through hikers are solo hikers, but mm-hmm. there are couples, brothers, friends, um, most are men. Right. But a lot of people do make friends along the way. Yeah. What a good bonding experience. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of times people will like hike us, like if they make friends along the way, they'll like hike a section with them or they'll like right. meet, meet up at a town and they'll camp and hang out for a couple days at camp to like rest up before they start yeah. their next section, you know. I love that. Yeah. Got a little community. Um, yeah. One of the things that I think is really cool is trail names. Ooh. So most hikers are known as their trail names. And this ah. really reminds me of sign language because you can't give yourself a trail name. Other mm, people like you give you a trail name. Name sign. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and as I said, there are trail towns along the way with the like post office, but there's also like restaurants. Some have shops, showers, hotels, medical needs, you know, there's like internet access at them. So you can stop and connect with the world if you want and things like that. Right. Too. So um, there's trail magic and trail angels. Ooh. So a lot of times uh, people that live around these little towns, they will like there's there's literally guys that will just come and cook a bunch of food like families will come and like invite you to Aww. like the, the um, hikers to come and like people will set out coolers of water and drinks and stuff like that That's sweet yeah or they'll set up like fresh fruit fresh fruit and uh, or have like live music or something like that they'll offer like hitchhiking yeah. and rides to town or whatever the case may be you know so right that's really they, sweet yeah so that they call that trail magic and trail angels. Oh, um, I read like how it changed people's life. And they said bonding with strangers, finding themselves. Uh, a lot of people said their the caste system is gone. So they're like, I don't care. It literally doesn't matter if you're a stock person or a lawyer or a teacher or, you know, a CEO, like, on the right. trail, it doesn't, it literally doesn't matter. I who see you what are, you mean. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So one guy said old memories surfaced, Aww. you know, that, that he didn't have. Cause when you're out there walking, all you're doing is thinking. So yeah. old memories surfaced about his life, you know, uh, cause you're not on your phone. You're not consumed by, by mm-hmm. media and like career changes, you know, things like that. People said it, got them closer to spirituality. Mm, and yeah. one guy that I really liked said, "The my church has leaves. Aww. And I just really liked that. That is cute. Um, I, I watched a documentary about this too. So that's where some a lot of right. this came from, which I'm linking as well. So this is just uh, my kind of like thoughts at the end here was just, I, I kind of got an emotional reaction to listening to the, audiobook of wild 
watching the movie, listening to podcasts, watching the documentary Mm -hmm. and researching it and all of it. And I would love, like we talked about, kind of touched on a little bit earlier, I would love to experience part of it. Right. But I don't know that I would want to do the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like, I want to have the experience, but I can't have the experience unless you fully commit to it. Like, that's the... That's the, the the whole point, I guess, you know. I think kind of what it boils down to for me when I really think about it is what I've come around to is I think I would want to be a trail angel. Yeah. And I would want to see you doing that. <laughs> I, I would see you doing that. On a little, one of those little towns by Crater Lake and I want to show up and hang out with the hikers, you know, like. Yeah. And then I can do my day hikes along the PCT, right. you know, and and just be chill. Like that's I, <laughs> I think that's that would be more me. <laughs> I think so too. I think that would suit you very well. Six million steps, I think, is what the wow um, is what the um, yeah six million steps. That was the documentary. That was it. Was pretty good. Wow. Yeah. That's so pretty, that's, that's yeah. That is the Pacific Crest Trail. I really liked that. Thanks. That I was really it nice. Too. It makes me want to go for a hike now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I liked learning about that. I've always like I've heard about the uh the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. Yep. And how that kind of does a similar thing. Yeah. But I've never heard of uh the Pacific Trail before. Yeah, the Appalachian Trail is a lot more popular and it's easier than the PCT is. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe I'll do an episode on that. There you go. Alrighty. All right. Well, thank you, Mom. That was really good. You're welcome. We love you all. We do. Mwah. 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 Please share with your friends, leave a review, follow us on our socials. Please. Pretty please. You can go to patreon.com slash roadside and be a patron if you would like some bonus episodes. You could also go to TikTok and find us uh, at Roadside Podcast. Uh, Instagram at Roadside Pod. And Facebook at Roadside Podcast. You can go to YouTube at Roadside Pod, but we are going to be limiting what we are putting up there for the meantime. Yeah. We also do have a website, roadsidepodcast.com. And you can email us at roadsidepod at gmail.com. Do all of those things. Thank you. Thanks. Love you. Love you all. Thank you for listening. Okay, we love you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Keep finding the thrill and the mysterious and all that jazz.